Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Don't, don't move. This is the Rich Eisen Show. With guest host, Susie Schuster. I think There's what? one thing she's not. Uh-huh. She a Beyonce. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. When I see Brock Purdy, man, I just see a baby-faced kid. I think he's fearless. Earlier on the show, NFL Network insider Tom Pelissero. Coming up, Pro Football Hall of Famer Kurt Warner. Pro Football Hall of Famer Marshall Fox. Roku's The Cupcake Guys. Michael Griffin, Brian Arakpo, and Brian Heinsohn. And now, sitting in for Rich... She a Beyonce. It's Susie Schuster. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Rich Eisen Show. Hour two underway. <laughs> Hall of Famer Kurt Warner with us momentarily. 844-204-RICH. Watch us on the Roku channel. Happy to be with you right here. Uh, for all of you on hold, I see you. I'm coming to you. Just bear with me. I want to get to a Hall of Famer first, if you don't mind. And Kurt joins us right now on the Rich Eisen Show. Kurt, did Brenda tell you I left her a message looking for you this morning? Not. We haven't crossed paths much this morning, so she did not tell me that. Oh. oh. Yeah, I mean, by the way, and she, you'll understand this because Brenda and I are tight. I was looking for you this morning. Rich was looking for you, and so I called her because I left her a message saying, like, don't you hate it when people call you looking for your husband? So she will call me back at any time, and we will have a good laugh over it. <laughs> she probably didn't get back to you because she hates that. So. By the way, I know. No, no offense. No, I know she does. By the way, that's what I said to her. I'm like, I know that you understand this. So, by the way, help, help, help. <laughs> hey, Kurt, um, Brock Purdy, how do you relate to the situation that he's in right now? Um, you know, I mean, I think I relate a little bit. Um, you know, I never like to, to do, I think we, too often we kind of try to always compare everybody's story where everybody's story's a little bit different. Um, but, you know, the way I look at it is, you know, I've actually been following Brock for a while. Um, he's a young kid that, that grew up in Arizona, so I knew his Arizona ties, which is where I reside now. He obviously played in Iowa. Um, so I'm always trying to follow the teams to a degree back there. I love what Coach Campbell did at Iowa State, so we followed their program. So I watched him play a lot. My son, uh, you know, Cade was playing at K-State, so they played him um, you know, the last couple years. So I've followed Brock um, a lot along the way. And, um, you know, so when I watch him play, I'm not surprised and in awe of it like a lot of people. And, you know, whether that's a good thing or bad thing, I don't know. Um, but – you know, he played a lot of football in college, and he was a guy that, that played the position the right way, could process information, wasn't going to wow you necessarily with anything he did physically, but he was going to play the position. 
And that's exactly what he's doing now. You know, he finds himself in a great situation with a lot of talent around him, um, which is, to me, never a knock. Uh, and now you've got to go in and you have to do your job. And that's exactly what he's doing. He's doing his job. He's making plays. Um, you know, it's not just like, uh, you know, he's just back there. You know, anybody could do it. He's making plays for them. He's making reads. But, it, you know, it, it doesn't have to wow you. And that's what I've always believed. If you know how to play the position – and you've played that the way your entire life, uh, you get into the NFL, you can play that way and have success. And that's where Brock is right now. And so I love that he found himself a great situation with a lot of talent so he didn't have to step in and, and try to carry a team or uh, you know, be, more than, um, you know, be more than he is right now uh, you know, as a rookie player. Um, but at the same time, he's, he's playing – you know, in that system very, very well. He seems to fit that system very well, and that's probably where I can connect the most, is when I got with the Rams, I was surrounded by a lot of talent as well, but I was in a system that played to my strengths. And, you know, my strengths were throwing the ball down the field and attacking, and, you know, we threw the ball 35, 40 times a game. It was just kind of the the, the makeup that I had, and so I found myself in a great system with talented players. I think Brock has found himself in a system that makes sense to him, surrounded by great players, and he's been able to go in and do what he's capable of doing very quickly. Um, And so it's been fun to watch. Um, But unlike a lot of people, I kind of knew a little bit about Brock, and I'm not nearly as surprised as as a lot of people are. So do you believe there's been too much hype then associated with him? Too much hype? I, I don't think there's ever too much hype when you've got you know, guys that play good football first, um, you know, whether they're rookies or veterans, if they're playing good football, if they're winning football games, I don't think there's ever too much hype because that's what the game is all about. Um, And, you know, the fact that he is a rookie. I mean, we've seen a lot of rookies come in and, you know, have their struggles. And so to see a rookie come in, again, all the stuff we want to point to, all the stuff around, but it doesn't matter to me. If I can watch the film and see a guy process information and do the right thing with the football and not make a bunch of mistakes where I'm like, I don't have any idea what he was doing or what he was looking at. If you can just play the position well, I think it's impressive for a young guy that I know didn't practice a whole lot, that they weren't really planning on using him with, with Trey and, and Jimmy, um, to get thrown in there and to have played as consistently well as he has. I, I don't think we're overhyping it. Um, just to me, you know, I think he came out of nowhere for a lot of people, and that's why I think there's, there's even more hype when, um, you know, I'm sure for Brock and, and for people that knew him are just saying, well, we don't have to overhype it that way. You're like, we knew this kid could play, and he's just showing you on the biggest stage. Hall of Famer Kurt Warner here on the Rich Eisen Show. Susie Schuster in for Rich Eisen. Let's spin you around the games for Saturday if we can ask you to prognosticate a bit. Let's start with Jags at Chiefs. What are you expecting? Well, I mean, yeah, I think this is probably on paper the, the most lopsided game of the weekend. Um, you know, just because I think we all know who the Chiefs are, what they're capable of, you know, the quarterback that they have, uh, that I think, you know, most people are going to assume that the Chiefs are going to advance in this game. Um, you know, when you look at the Jags, they've got a bunch of good young players, and they're going to need those young players to play really, really well to win this game. We, we know that they're capable of it. They've been on a run here at the end of the season. They've played better football. What they did in the second half against the Chargers that a lot of people want to you know, talk about how the Chargers blew it and all, all of these things. You know, when you go back and watch the second half of that game, I kind of assumed when I would put on the tape that the Chargers had, would just give them 
easy plays and, and you know somehow they allowed them to get back because they were just doing things that you know were kind of easy high hoppers for the Jags and that wasn't the case it took the Jags making play after play Trevor Lawrence throw after throw Christian Kirk made some really great catches contested catches but they had to play football and they had to execute and they executed really really well as they have down the stretch so um this team can play and it's got a lot of guys that are playmakers on this team. Uh, but I still think they're going to have to play their best. The one thing I always look at with Trevor Lawrence is that as good as he is at times, he misses too many layups for me to kind of put him in that, you know, that next you know, tier of quarterbacks. And what I mean by that is just you know, there, there's throws or reads that to me you, know, you have to make as a starting quarterback, and you have to make them most of the time. And too often you know, he'll make some special throws, but he'll miss – a number of those layups throughout a game. And I don't think you can do that against this Chiefs team. I think you're going to have to be efficient. You're going to have to play for an entire game the way you did in the second half um, last week, and that's going to be a telltale sign. And then somehow their defense is going to have to, you know, last time they played, they created three turnovers and still got beat by 10 points. But they're going to have to create some big plays, force Patrick into some mistakes, I think, if they're going to win this game. Moving on to the second game on Saturday, Giants and Eagles. Giants at the Eagles. What do you think? We know, um, you know, coming off of obviously the game last week against Minnesota, um, you know, was really excited about where the Giants are and, and how they were playing. And Daniel Jones kind of had a, a career game. So I went into this thing thinking, man, this could be, you know, this is probably going to be a lot closer than, you know, than we saw in that regular season matchup when the starters played. Uh, and then I went back and watched the tape of the two games, uh, Eagles against the Giants. And um, the Eagles had their way with the Giants offensively. Like, a couple times they didn't score in the red zone, especially in that last game. But it, it was hard for the Giants to slow them down uh, at all in, in both of those games. And so even though I went in thinking, this Giants are playing well, this is going to be a better game than I thought, um, you know, after watching the tape, I'm, I'm a little more concerned for the Giants. They're going to need, again, they're going to need big performances from their stars. Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley, they're going to need some guys up front on defense to, to create some, um, you know, some negative plays, which they did the second time in the red zone, uh, which is going to be key. But um, just looking at this game, assuming we get a Jalen Hurts that's, you know, playing somewhat close to the way he did during the regular season, I think this is going to be tough for the Giants. But, again, third time around, they're playing their best football. Uh, I'm hoping that they can you know, throw something out there and Brian Dayball can continue his magic to make this a close game. But, but definitely leaning towards the Eagles in this one. Kurt Warner here on the Rich Eisen Show. Susie Schuster in for Rich Eisen. Let's go to Sunday. Bengals and Bills. You know, I, um, this is an interesting one. I mean, both teams are, are on win streaks. You know, both teams have – dynamic special quarterbacks both teams have you know great playmakers on the the outside uh they got defenses that can step up and play big in any moment um you know but but if you know if i'm kind of you know reasoning this thing out for some reason i'm leaning towards the Bengals here and you know just a few weeks ago before everything happened with demar when they were going to play on monday i had picked the bills in that game and, and thought you know just Josh Allen and his specialness was, was going to be able to overcome, you know, how good the, the Bengals were playing. But, um, but to me, you know, Josh is such a wild card um, in, in a good way and at sometimes in a bad way. that It's just 
always playing, you know, with the pedal to the metal, always playing 100 miles an hour, trying to make every single throw on every single snap. And, you know, that leaves me kind of just going, you know, the, there's, there's ups and downs sometimes within the course of games. And I, the Bengals are so steady most of the time. Joe's, you know, pretty steady. Not that he doesn't make mistakes, but that he's pretty steady throughout a game. And that's what you've seen during their run is they're just kind of slow and steady and they do their thing and they don't ever panic. And they, you know, very seldom do you see Joe just kind of, hey, I got to make every play and throw the ball up. And so um, as much as I believe Josh Allen can take over this game and win this game and, and move on because we've seen it a million times, I'm just a little concerned um, about that up and down play. You know, we saw it again last week. You know, they were up, whatever, 17 against Miami, and you thought it was going to be a blowout. And then, you know, Josh missed a few things, and they become turnovers instead of just an incomplete pass. And now Miami's able to to kind of fight their way back. And so uh, that concerns me a little bit. So I think, you know, my head, I'm leaning towards the Bengals a little bit in this one. But I do think it's a great matchup. I think these quarterbacks will – you know, go swing for swing with each other, and, and it'll be a great football game. Lastly, the big marquee game, Cowboys at 49ers, Kurt. You know, uh, I mean, I'm going with the 49ers until you, you show me different. And as good as the Cowboys were on Monday, um, you know, I think you take a couple things into consideration. The first thing you take into consideration is, um, you know, who the Bucks were all year long. And that was really no different on Monday. Their offense struggled to move the football, their defense was kind of all over the place. And so as good as Dak and company played in that game, um, I'm not ready to just go, oh, because they played that way, this is who the Dallas Cowboys are. You know, we've seen the same thing with the Cowboys, a lot of up and down. We know they can score points. We know they can do, you know, some really good things, and they've got some playmakers on defense. So, uh, you know, if they play really well, I think this is going to be a good football game. Uh, but I'm still going to lean towards the 49ers just because I think they have more ways to beat you, and they don't make as many mistakes on average as the Dallas Cowboys. And so, um, you know, it's what's going to be fun because I think there's some ways that you can, um, you know, take advantage of, of what the 49ers do on defense or, or kind of slow them down and, um, and do some things against them. And I think Dallas is capable of doing those things against them. So I'm interested to see how they play this game. Um, but until you show me, you can slow down this 49er team and, and all their different weapons um, and, and what they do on both sides of the ball. I'm, I'm going to lean towards the 49ers to win this one. Kurt, I know we don't get much time with you. Last question. Tom Brady, what do you think he's going to do? What would, I mean, get into his brain. Um, you know, the, very. I don't think he's going to be back with the Bucks. So I think if he plays, he's going to play somewhere else. Uh, you know, so I think a part of the factor becomes where else – can he play? You know, what are the options for him first and foremost? Because we know Tom Brady doesn't play just to play. He plays to win. And so he wants to be in a place where he can win. And so I think that'll be a factor um, along the way, what he thinks the possibilities are. Um, But, you know, I think the biggest thing to me is that it just didn't seem like Tom was enjoying the ride this year. Now, you know, which way does that push him? Does that mean – you know, it was tough. We know a lot of stuff going on in his personal life. It was just a tough year for him. So maybe that was just like, man, this year was, was so hard on and off the field for me. Uh, I want to come back and do it again uh, because of all those things I didn't play to my best. Or does it push him in the other direction where he says, you know, man, this year was so hard and it wasn't a lot of fun and it's, it's not, you know, football as I know football. 
maybe it's time to just step away, um, not you know start over again, not take a chance of you know having another season like that, and just kind of riding off into the sunset and um, and get back to enjoying life because it is such a grind to play in the NFL and with the expectation that is always laid on Tom Brady, um, that's a heavy thing, and so. Uh, yeah, I wonder if those things will push him one way or another. Um, and then maybe most importantly, you know, does he feel like there's a place out there that would want him, that would sign him, and that would, you know, be a team that in the short term, meaning probably within one year like Tampa, is ready to go win, win a Super Bowl? Kurt, I would be remiss if I didn't say congratulations on your son's good run this year. Uh, Thank you. Uh, yeah, both of them had, had great runs. You know, the, my, my son Kate at uh, K-State went in the Big 12 and, and playing in the Sugar Bowl, and he had a great year leading the team in, in touchdown reception. So it's been fun to watch uh, him, you know, in his last year uh, kind of blossom and, and have a great year, and the team do so well. And then uh, EJ, who's out at Temple, is a true freshman, uh, the true freshman All-American, playing quarterback out there. So it was, uh, it was a great year for my boys in the game of football. It was so much fun to, to watch both of them shine and, uh, and see their journeys take off in different ways. What makes you more nervous, watching them or you playing? Yep, yep, always. <laughs> um, you know, you start to realize, you know, my wife told me, you know, so many years when she would watch me, you know, that, you know, she would watch me to, 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 to A, see if I got up after I took a hit. Um, you know, and then watch me from the lens of, you know, always wanting something positive to happen, you know, every single play because she understands the scrutiny that comes from the outside. And I never really understood that. Like, just watch the game and enjoy it. Like, enjoy what I do and enjoy the process. And now that I have kids playing, I'm nervous um, and, and probably more so for my quarterback because I know the ball's in his hands every snap mm-hmm. and I know mm-hmm. what that's like. And so, I'm nervous every time I watch him. I can't eat when I watch him, you know, because you just want something good to happen. Um, you know, you know mistakes happen, but you just you feel for your kids in that way. You want everything to go right. So definitely a lot more nerve-wracking, a lot tougher to watch than it was to play. Oh, it's painful, isn't it? Right, exactly. I Exactly. Mean- Exactly. I sound like a hyena. It's embarrassing. My kids don't want to be near me if one of my kids is playing. It's really horrible. (laughs) Send my love to Brenda. You know, I think she's the greatest in the world. Will do. We'll see you guys soon. Thanks for making the time. That's Hall of Famer Kurt Warner here on the Rich Eisen Show. Susie Schuster in for Rich Eisen. And NetSuite, if you don't know your numbers, you don't know your business. That is true when your business is growing fast and even more true when there's a lot of uncertainty. Inflation is running rampant, supply chains are clogged, and the labor market is tight. What does that mean for margins? Not every business is in the dark. Over 33,000 businesses know their numbers because they use NetSuite by Oracle, the number one cloud financial system. NetSuite gives you visibility and control of your financials, planning, budgeting, and, of course, inventory, so you can manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need all in one place. In 2023, profit is the new growth. NetSuite helps you identify rising costs, automate your manual business processes, and see where to save money. Know your numbers. Know your business and get to know how NetSuite can be the source of truth for your entire company. Right now, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash Rich Radio right now. NetSuite.com slash Rich Radio. NetSuite.com slash Rich Radio. We're going to take a quick break, and then we're coming back with some phone calls and then some cupcakes.
Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices make sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for $20 off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for $20 off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome back to the Rich Eisen Show Radio Network, powered by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Susie Schuster in for Rich Eisen. Rich is on assignment today. Happy to be with you. Kurt Warner was just on the show. If you want to access his interview, go back and get it on YouTube. Watch us on the Roku channel. That's where I watch every day. That's where I call in to Chris or TJ and complain <laughs> about something that Rich had to say or add something else because I'm a looky-loo. That's just who I am, right? So I go to the Roku channel. I go online. I click Rich Eisen Show. It's very simple. I go to mobile because I'm always in the car because I live in Los Angeles. Boom. And it's easy. Boom. And I love it. Just, I love it. All right, that's all I have to say. Let's take a couple calls, if you don't mind, because you know I love calls. So it. A couple people have been waiting for a while. So I want to go first to Matt in Tennessee. Hi, Matt. How are you? He's on. Matt, hey, are you Matt. there? Matt, where are you at? You have a really good question, Matt. too, Matt. Matt, what up, though? Matt's Matt. on mute. Unmute us, Matt. Matt, unmute us. And also, it's a good question. And I, ha- I had to think about an answer. All right, Matt's back on hold. All right, Matt, you're back on hold. But let's go to Nathan in L.A. Hi, Nathan. How are you? I am well. Great to talk to you again. It's my pleasure. So I was, I was, I was loving TJ's idea about a grunk show. But <laughs> rather than make it another form of prank show where grunk pranks other people, I think it should be an open forum dare kind of a show in the opposite direction, where so fans dare grunk come up with some kind of elaborate dare for grunk to. Gronk to do, and he picks one or two of them per episode, depending on how sophisticated they are, and he does them. Uh, uh, here's my question: Do you have an agent? <laughs> should we get together like and to talk? Yeah, me, me, yeah. I think we should maybe talk about this. Truth or Gronk? <laughs> Truth or Gronk? <laughs> By the way, that's pretty good. That's a great show. That's pretty good. 
Truth or Gronk? Truth or Gronk is nice. I know I know a few people. I used to work in the industry. We could probably set something up. Nathan, what happens if, so let's just project, okay? Two years come, you're watching Fox, and it's up next at 8 o'clock, Truth or Gronk? Truth or Gronk, brought to you by the Rich Eisen Show, Truth or Gronk? Is that, can, can I take the idea? Are you giving me this idea <laughs> on national television? I just want to know. I want to be clear. Well, yes, but it's now recorded. I mean, you're, you're speaking into That's national true. radio right now. Wow. So good point. Well, well he, he, actually know, my, he actually took my idea, so... Technically, well, not the dare part. We could. We added the dare part. This is a workshop. All four of us get credit. <laughs> By the way, I mean, I, Nathan, I will cut you I in. I think this is a great there. idea. <laughs> Truth or Gronk? Honestly, I would and, watch that. I'm watching anything. And, and Gronk, Gronk, you know, Gronk would do it. I mean, he could. You, you, there's not much, many things you could throw Gronk's way without making it, defending his life. Maybe that he would probably go for it. Yeah, but will he come back and catch a football from? Tom Brady is what I want to know. Hey, Nathan, thank you so much for the call. Appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, I guess we lost Matt in Tennessee. But oh, he's gone. Is it, he's gone. But the question was... Mikey, what happened? What does Rich do that's embarrassing that he wouldn't want people to know? Oh. It's not easy to embarrass Rich Eisen. So I mean, When someone has no shame, they can't be shamed. They oh, can't Lord. be shamed. Now, I will tell you, there are several things that embarrass me... But that, that he, wasn't that the he, question. That he does? That he does? So. We're asking you. Shall right. I just share one just a quick about one. my wonderful husband? This is it. We're all friends. Yeah, go, Susie. He does this dance thing with Taylor. Yes. Do you see this? He does, too? It it's like, and he does it here. When he, and he shimmies. Like, I, I mean, I, I don't know if I can do this, like, on Roku, but, like, and he does this very funny dance that's very uncomfortable to watch. <laughs> that's the, uh, the pitchers walking in from the outfield, too, when there's a fight. That's he's kind of doing that. Well, that, that's like the slow that speed little, chase, yes, right? That's like the little. If he does that, that's what he. That's what he's he doing. He does his little shoulder. Have you seen that, Chris? Have you seen he's his little, little shoulder that's dance? Him dancing. That's how he dances. Dancing. Well, dancing. Well, dancing. But hold on, I gotta hold my microphone because, like, hold on, hold on a minute. Uh-oh. Gotta get up. He does this thing where he just just. I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so he's he ki- he's kind of like the gopher in uh, Caddyshack. Yeah, I'm all I mean, right. that's exactly what he is—the gopher from Caddyshack. Don't nobody worry about hey, me. Hey, two great movie references today. By the way, it's a little uh, harbinger of things to come because I have a little special thing coming up later on the show. I'm just saying about entertainment, but two really good references to old movies: Fast Times at Ridgemont High, right? Again, because of Trevor Lawrence and Spicoli. Do we have the the side by side shot? Any chance, Hoskins? There we go. They are the same person. It's, pretty good. it's a great one. Thank pretty you very good. much. You're welcome. I admit, we, we do reference Fast Times quite a bit here. Do you? In yeah. what way? Just random Just quotes or yeah. it's uh, Seinfeld, The Godfather. <laughs> what are our most um, Fast our Times? Most, our most quoted movies? Yeah, like uh, <sighs> Trading Places. Yeah. <laughs> Trading places is feeling good, Billy Ray. (laughs) Looking good, Billy Ray. Feeling good, Lewis. 70s, 80s references. This week, Carlito's Way. Carlito's Way. Mm -hmm. Yes. Rich's Big Midnight Run. My brother had me watching Trading Places around the clock. Frozen concentrated orange juice, right? (laughs) Around the clock. Turn the machines back on. Turn the machines back on. (laughs) Billy Ray, is that you? I mean, by the way, like that was that was my coming of age movie, (laughs) right? Exactly. That was good. Uh, You're watching The Offer, Chris. 
I am. How great is that, by the way? It's like one of my favorite shows. It's good, yeah. The guy who plays Bob Evans is phenomenal. Matthew Good. Yeah. I really like him. Yeah, it was, mm. it was, I loved it. And like I, I told you pre show, man, after you finish the offer, you're 1000% going to go and watch, rewatch Godfather. Yeah, and I'm like after. going back and forth with reading, you know, Robert Evans' book. And so I'm just like waiting to get to the Godfather stuff. Mm. Uh, I watched every one of the Godfathers, by the way, after seeing that. Uh, and by the way, they were even better at having seen that. All right, I'm going to just, uh, this is going to be an about face because that's what we do midway through the segment. Rich got together with the guys from Roku for the Cupcake Guys. And by the way, this is my kind of, this is my kind of programming. So Rich got together to talk about them and let's hear what he had to say. Joining me now here on the Rich Eisen Show are all of the Cupcake Guys, which is available right now on the Roku channel. All episodes have dropped right this week. It is available for everybody uh, starting January 18th. Michael Griffin, Brian Arakpo, and Brian Hinson here on the Rich Eisen Show. How are you guys doing? Doing good, doing good. Well, uh, Brian with a Y, you and I have not met before. Yeah, Brian, with an eye, uh, I remember us chatting back in the day when you were with Washington and Michael, you obviously uh, back in the day with Tennessee and so much more. Um, who, who wants to handle first Why how you got into cupcakes? Arakpo, you want to do that first? Go for yeah, it. Yeah, I got you. You know, that's kind of been my bread and butter starting it off. But, uh, well, uh, it literally started me and Chris, with, you know, my final tenure in Tennessee, he was in Tennessee. We always uh, we all train together. All the UT guys, we train together in Austin in off season, every off season. So you know, as we get older, more mature, more wise, we started. Um, I started brainstorming like, guys, what are we gonna do in our second phase of our careers? You know, can't play football forever. You know, we would love to, but you can't, obviously, which you know. Um, and while we're having these conversations in our off season dinners and and hanging out. Uh, we always enjoy cupcakes. This is one cupcake spot we used to go to. We literally are eating cupcakes as I'm saying, guys, what do y'all think about opening, you know, doing a, a cupcake business? You know, these guys laughed at me at first. They thought I was crazy. Like, Rack, what are you talking about? But, uh, you know, they, 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 they seen how serious I was. And, you know, long story short, um, in Tennessee, there's one cupcake spot called Gigi's Cupcakes that we love. They're big Titans fans. They didn't have any locations in Austin. So we reached out. We just blind reached out. They they thought it was a great idea. Um, we found the location, put everything on paper, and we got the ball rolling. And here we are today with own show, own location, own brand, the cupcake guys. I mean, it's literally was a blessing in the skies without even trying, you know. So it was it was definitely remarkable. And the uh, Brian with a Y, your your relationship is you guys go way back together, right? Yeah, back in the day. Together. So we all I met Griff and, and Rag back at University of Texas in Austin. It's all alma mater. Uh, we have mutual friends and everything. I used to kick Rag's butt and, and NBA Live back in the day. So, Why not? Uh, and yeah, we've just been friends since. And Michael, your what's your favorite cupcake? What do you got for me on that? Uh, I mean, right now I'm kind of plain Jane. I go with the wedding cake because it's another cupcake with a buttercream frosting. But uh, here and there, you know, you, you can go to Kentucky Bourbon. Or sometimes as I'm experiencing different cupcakes, you know, some things uh, can definitely be a bit. And um, who, how did you guys get involved with the Roku channel? I have my own story on that, but you just you guys were <laughs> what do you what do you what do you have, 
Rack, what do you have? Uh, I got, I mean, honestly, we, uh, it started with Smack. Shout out to uh, Smack Entertainment. You know, been working with Stray, Michael Strahan. Of course. And, and uh, Constant Swords for a long time, um, since the beginning of all this. And uh, they kind of make the deals work behind the scenes for us. Um, and they kind of been our, our head on approach with coming up with the agencies and the business, the business ideas. And uh, Roku wanted to put a show. In the, in, the, in the motion, and uh, we got the deal on paper. We got it worked, signed, filmed, delivered, and uh, made it happen. And it's out today for everybody to scream and enjoy for free. And uh, have a good time watching this act, act the fool in the bakery. I love it. Brian Arakpo, along with Brian Hinson and Michael Griffin here on the Rich Eisen Show, the Cupcake Guys. All episodes are available now on the Roku channel, a six episode docuseries following these entrepreneurs. Uh, operating a Gigi's Cupcake franchise in their hometown of Austin, Texas. Um, what is your expectation level of Archie, of Arch Manning? Anybody? What do you got for me? Uh, you know what? I, I always say a lot of those quarterbacks, especially the first year, it's, it's, a, it's a learning curve. Uh, I think it's the first opportunity for these young men to become men. Uh, I think it even gets more intriguing when you look at the NIL deals and trying to balance it out with uh, you know, you're not the normal kid anymore. Now you got finances and things and, and, and those type of things. But um, I'm excited. I'm excited to see where this program is going with Coach Sarkeesian. And um, a lot of these guys are they've been um, really they've been leaning on Bijan Robinson back for the last couple of years. But now it's time for some other young men to step up and become a different football team. So I'm very excited to see where this team goes next year. Brian, you want to chime in on that? Yeah, I'm going to chime in. I mean, uh, I'm going to go a different approach. Is, uh, you know, kudos to Texas. They improved having, uh, from the 5-7 and seven season to the 8-4 and four season, I believe. So they're improving under Coach Stark. Um, but as far as the Archie thing, it's just a wait and see. You know, I don't want to put – we go into every year putting so high expectations on, yeah. on these young men, especially at the University of Texas. We all know it's so many expectations to play there. And so – I just want to let him just 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 lower lower the expectations. Let's see what happens. I'm just gonna wait because we go in every year with you know championship aspirations, this, that, and the other, and always you know doesn't work out. So I'm just gonna be a wait and see. I'm gonna be throwing up my hookup signs every Saturday, and uh, hopefully get those W's with Archie, uh, Archie, or whoever's in charge. Well, I just don't know how you can lower the expectation when. You're joining the SEC. I mean, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, here we go. Like, this is nah. You're right. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be challenging. That's what it's gonna be very challenging. You know, um, back when we played, it wouldn't have been no issue. <laughs> but uh, SEC wasn't SEC back then. Yeah, but but now it's it's, it's the juggernaut of football, of college football. So, um, but I will say this. I will say this. A lot of people go to the SEC schools to play. Big time games in the SEC. Now right. that you mean to tell me I don't have to go to Tuscaloosa, I get to stay in Austin, Texas, a beautiful city, and play the big time games. I mean that's very appealing. So I'm excited for the future of the recruits because they get to stay in Austin and play the games that they want to play while in the SEC. So we'll see what happens. Well, you look if you don't mind, but you know this is not our first rodeo. We 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 go way back, so I feel comfortable being able to say you should go the other direction, Brian. What you're you being way too chill and humble about it. You should say we're coming for the SEC and create the Nick Saban cupcake 
the the Kirby Smart Cupcake. You know, just go for it, man. Just shove it like, yeah. You know how this goes. The Alabama Cupcake. You know, like go for it. Come on. You know how this goes, though. I mean, used to cover me and Washington all the time. If I say that type of stuff, it'll be on Sports Center, and then now we got to right. we're, we're playing so, all that. Spell well, your name right. Let's get the let's get the cupcake guys out there. What better way to I'm get your guy. name out there than talk some serious smack and create cupcakes for the rest of the SEC opponents? We're from humble guys. Yeah, now, right? <laughs> I'm telling you right now, being a cupcake guy, you don't want to get nobody to know him. That's, that's too much ammo to go with it right now. So let's just, no. let's just ride it up. Let's just keep eating the humble pie. Let's ride it out and see I, where it's going. I get I'm it. just trying to take you in the – this is the only thing I know how. I'm just trying to get you out there. <laughs> we learned from Mac Brown a long time ago. He that's said, true. Butter, butter them up. Butter them up. Butter them up. Butter up the cupcakes, you know, butter them up. That's yeah. all. Well, so is there going to like a Bevo oh. cupcake, a McConaughey cupcake? Like, what do we got here? You got an Undertaker cupcake. You know, Undertaker's an awesome too. So, of course, okay. there's always UT, yeah. UT cupcakes. So. Yeah, we got all we got all types of different local stuff. You know, the Key Boston Weird Vibe, the Long yeah. Horn, Bevo. It's all it's all you know by the you know the certain weeks of the the season, certain times of the year. We 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 know how to whip it up. Our recipe book is like crazy. Okay. Know, so. Beto cupcake, the Abbott cupcake. You know, okay. we got a little bit of everything. Does the Undertaker cupcake rise after you think it's cooked? Is that what is that is that the yeah, way the Undertaker? Pretty much. Pretty much. Pretty much. That's what happened. It rises. Pretty much. Okay. <laughs> once you once you think it's dead and it's burning, it rises right back. Okay. Very good. Pretty good. Uh, you guys have a Super Bowl prediction? What do you got for me? Oh, oh come on. I. Honestly, I think it's gonna be uh I think it's gonna be the Eagles. Things gonna be the Eagles versus the 49ers, but okay. I just I, for some reason I think the 49ers is gonna be this little glamour story. It might be a uh some type of great thing about Brock Purdy being able to do something. Okay. And and they 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 beat the Chiefs, the Bills, the Bron who do, what do you got in that one? I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> you're no, you're in you're in the cupcake business. I know you don't know the conferences. That's okay, Michael. It's good. I got Bengals versus the Eagles, and I say Bengals win. But you know, wow. my, my prediction changes every week. So, but I, right. this, I think it's the Bengals. What about you, Brian? Same thing. I got Eagles, Bengals. I mean, Joe Burrow has been clutch. He's my fantasy quarterback. He rolled me all the way to the championship this year. Yes. So I got I got to ride with the Bengals. Okay. Well, it's good to catch up with you guys. Brian Arakpo and Brian Henson and Michael Griffin, they are the Cupcake Guys. It's available right now on the Roku channel. All episodes have dropped. Thanks for joining me on the program, sirs. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. And I'll tell you right now, guys, Cupcake Guys, send some cupcakes here. Yes. I mean, let me just say it. Like, we're Roku family, right? Yeah. We're Roku family, man. Where are the cupcakes? We would like some cupcakes. We'd like to sample these cupcakes also, Brian Arakpo. I mean, what a bunch of pipes on him, huh? Yeah. I mean, can you you can hear his voice resonating <laughs> in his body. Yeah. I, I think we have to come up with a list of other shows we're going to pitch Roku then, because I mean, Cupcake Guys. I would 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 would, would Roku want Truth or Gronk? Because we got a deal. We got a deal. I'm just saying, like Nathan and I are we're, we're tight. We're, we're going to cut Nathan in. Yeah. With the three of us, Mike, you're out.
What's the Jim wow. Harbaugh cupcake, you guys? What What would Jim Harbaugh want as his cupcake? Blood, I got enough money blood sweat, and tears, and frosting? Steak, mm. whole milk. <laughs> Doesn't taste like chicken. What would your yeah, cupcake no be, TJ? My cupcake? Yeah. Oh, that's a good question. Mm-hmm. Cupcakes are delicious. Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, Little funfetti birthday cakes. I'm not sure. I've never thought about that. Love you love love funfetti. He loves a funfetti cake. Oh, so delicious! All the time when we get Susie cakes for Mm -hmm. the kids, the the funfetti, he'll he'll power it down. (laughs) Funfetti. Mikey D, what's your cupcake? Straight vanilla. Not a red velvet guy. Nope. Straight vanilla. That's it. Vanilla, vanilla. So vanilla Vanilla, cake, vanilla vanilla frosting. Yep. Wow. Yeah, I I do have a tendency to go red velvet. Now that I think about it. Yeah. Straight what is that, vanilla. velvet? What is this? Beautiful. What is this, velvet? Straight vanilla, Mike? Just yeah, no- straight vanilla. No chocolate frosting? No. no, I don't like cakes with the crap in it. it will- like, like I don't need any crap in the cake. That's I don't like only- cakes with the, the crap, crap in it. I can't remember the last I time I had a cupcake. Cupcakes really? are amazing. They're, oh, my God. I'm not a, I'm not a cupcake. Oh, I'm a so brownie good. cookie girl. Okay. I'm not a cupcake person. Brownies are great. And every time you stop by the mall, you know, one of those places in town, they have the vending machine. Oh, that oh. right, the cupcake vending machine. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's. I, I'd walk right by genius. if it's a, if it is a cupcake, I'd say no, except for of course if it came from Gigi's. But if it's a cookie or a brownie, I'm in. I can't walk by. Yeah, brownies are there. That's a good brownie. Spectacular. Oh, yeah, spectacular. Spectacular. So brownie wars on Roku. We could pitch that. Brownie right? wars. Brownie wars. Brownie wars. Who can that. I get to do brownie wars with me? Like, who, who should my co-host be for that? That is that a, is that a you? I was going to go with Shaq, Blackman but I mean, I mean, I'm like featured desserts. on the Roku channel every day. But I'm I have a mega sweet tooth. Yeah, right. he does like desserts, broccoli. Big dessert guy. Yeah, I'm thinking Barkley would be a good co-host for that brownie wars, right? Yeah, probably. Travel the country, sampling the best brownies. But I Chuck's mean, always trying to lose weight. It's a good way not to lose weight. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're not. Tough yeah. luck for being a. Sweet I remember child. when. Um, yeah, oh, he would be good. Barkley and cupcakes. Yeah, I'm just not like picturing that right. These are these are terrible, Susie. <laughs> They're terrible, terrible yeah. cupcakes. Uh, all bad. episodes of the terrible. Cupcake Guys are available now on the Roku channel. All episodes dropped the 18th of January. The six episode docu series follows the entrepreneurs operating a Gigi's Cupcake franchise in their hometown of Austin, Texas. I'm just saying. Send them, guys. We'll, we'll give you some uh, airtime, I think, right? Don't you think we're to be more than delighted to sample the cupcakes on the air? Yeah. I think it's a great idea. When we come back, we are going to, going to take more calls because someone's asking for relationship advice. And if there's nothing I like more than telling somebody what to do, I don't know what it is. <laughs> so we're going to do that. And uh, another Gronk TV idea when we come back here on The Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. 
Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, all right. Welcome back to the Rich Eisen Show. Call us, 844-204-RICH, because I love taking calls. Watch us here on the Roku channel, channel 210. Listen on Sirius XM 218, XM 202, or stream for free on the Odyssey app or odyssey.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, whatever you like, at Rich Eisen Show. Let's go to the calls. I don't know who it is, but someone in Tennessee needs my relationship <laughs> advice, and I am here for it. What can I do for you? The doctor hey. is in. Hey, Susie. How are you? Who's this? Hey, I, I'm glad to see you here. Sometimes other than Rich, it, it kind of brightens up my screen. Oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, you are very welcome. But what I got to ask, oh, well, I got two questions. Okay. First question is, uh, I know you're very good friends with Shaq. Have you ever been out in some sort of capacity with Rich and Shaq? and just felt embarrassed, like, they just, like, just ruined your day, like, <laughs> like, you're, you're, you're just, uh, just, I'd rather go home. <laughs> I, I, I've never had that, I've never had I'd rather go home with the two of them, but they're really goofy, to, like, when they, when we actually are in the same place, they're very goofy, because Shaq's just so goofy. Oh, I bet, I um, bet. We ran into, yeah, we ran into him and uh, we ran into him one time with our kids when we were in D.C. It was kind of a a, a shocking thing, which came up to the hotel room. So get downstairs. Shaq's here. So I got the kids downstairs and I have a very funny photograph because my daughter went up to his knees. But, um, oh, I have good stories, but those aren't for the air. <laughs> what else and do you have? I got. OK, I got one more. Um, since you are a very strong, willpowered female that has uh, I, I applaud you on just how strong you are okay I'm I'm just now newly dating again after two to three years um uh I met a girl three months ago uh I worked 12 to 15 hour days wow okay yeah it's okay um but she's like I'm waste. I'm not putting all my time into her I'm tired, and I have to draw my line somewhere. Like, how much would you say, like, I'm wasting my time? Or how much would you say, like, hey, I appreciate you? I have to tell you that if I were dating somebody working 12 to 15 hours a day and putting that all in, I would support him 100%. Because any woman worth her druthers will know that you have to help support somebody, make them feel good about themselves no matter what they do. And any woman of a certain age even or has some self-confidence knows that they can't put their whole life into the man either. 
So I say you're doing the right thing as long as you are kind to her, consider it and listen, go for a walk, do those kind of things, make a little time for her. She should understand just how hard you work. Thank you. What do you think? Thank you. I, I really need that. I'm on your side. I know that she should be too. And any, like I said, any woman worth her salt respects when a man has to work hard. Because if he's not going to work hard, she's going to be the one working hard for you. Thank you. You take care, okay? Okay, you too. My pleasure. Let's take another call. Oh, we have Jimmy in San Antonio. Jimmy. You've got a, uh, you got an idea for me, and do I have full ownership of it? Como esta, señora? Todo bien. Como estas, por tu? Toma whiskey. Are y'all drinking? Am I the only one? Toma whiskey. No, oh, Jimmy, you're having you're whiskey the, now? You're the only one. Susie yeah. forgot. I totally forgot. Oh, man. Hey, Brockman, I got pig whistle. That's pretty good stuff. Yeah, you huh? do. Oh, it's, pig whistle. It's really good. That's what we talked about last time. Yeah, it's good. Mm. Well, so what's okay, our idea? What do you have for me? And does it does it have to do with tequila? <laughs> well, we can negotiate. Okay. Hold on. Okay, I've got this. I'm um, in on the truth or Gronk. I want in. Nathan, Nathan, baby, you're beautiful. I love you. I'm in. Now, double dog Gronk, triple dog Gronk. We add that to the vernacular, and then we go next level. If Gronk does a triple dog Gronk, a sponsor of the show donates to Rich, uh, Run Rich Run, and we double dip. Could we also get them to contribute to Dog Rescue, too, because it's a double dog gronk? Bingo. Okay. I love it. You're beautiful. Yeah, well, I'm just full of ideas. I'm just saying. I'm just full of <laughs> ideas that I'm hoping to own and pitch to the Roku channel. I think, I, I'm telling you right one. now, I think double dog gronk, is, it's, a, it's a beautiful idea. And then the other one for the Roku channel is Judge Susie. Or something along you helping people. Okay. You just did a wonderful job. Thank you for that. I really appreciate that. I'm here for Judge Susie. I'm just saying that, you know, all rise. I'm here for it. Oh, Terzo. My That's Terzo. That's Terzo. My court is in session. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, thank you for the call. Love talking to you. Care, guys. The, the Honorable Jimmy, Susie Schuster. I'm just saying I can get out the uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, like the little, you know, the collar. Yep. I can bring out. I do have Ruth Bader Ginsburg socks. I can oh, bring them. Yeah. Do you know what I wore yesterday? This is embarrassing. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. T-shirt. I went into Rich's oh. sock drawer and took a pair of socks that had Rich's face on them. Oh. <laughs> they were ridiculous. So, in other words, I stepped all over my husband all day. I'm just saying. Much more Rich Heisen show when we come back. Is it bad that I stepped on his face all day? That's the question. Why does he have socks with he his has, face on? No, no, not one, not two. Three pairs of socks. Who got him? With his face on them. Who? I didn't. Who? I got dog socks for Who the gifted kids. him that? Somebody gifted him. And by the way, they're not that flattering. Like, it's like whenever there's a caricature of Rich, it, they always make him look like old and haggard. Like he's well, been married yeah. to me for 20 years. Big head and the Ackroyd hair. <laughs> the Ackroyd hair. Yeah. And he looks gray and wan. I mean, like the word wan, W-A-N, wan. He looks tired. Maybe because I stepped on him all day. <laughs> But that's what happened yesterday. Yep, I went into a sock drawer, took out one of his three pairs of Rich Eisen socks. You're welcome. <laughs> TJ, good news. Brett Maher, ready? Yeah. Made all six kicks during media availability Are today. You? I know this. Vizcaino missed his first and fourth Ooh. attempts. 20-mile-an-hour wins. So, Brett Maher, back. Yeah, I mean, I knew this. Jane texted Jane text me this about half an hour ago. He's back. Well, then thanks for sharing the breaking news with us, TJ. <laughs>
I mean, we're talking cupcakes, and you're sitting on some good information. I was asked to just hold it until the tweet came out. I see. Wow. I see. That's not what happened. What Hoskins says we do. I'm just saying. Uh, Thank goodness. I am rooting for Brett Maher. I'm sorry I am, even though I do have great appreciation for Jose Vizcaino. What? (laughs) I can't get past it. Let it go. Let it go. Third hour ahead, Marshall Falk ahead. It's another Hall of Fame third hour of the Rich Eisen Show when we come back.